It's 98.5 Double with Ty again. Good morning to you, Daniel. I don't know why this is on my mind this morning, but I was thinking back to this time. Me and you uh, had to go on a work trip once to a all-inclusive resort. I think it was in the Bahamas or something like that. I don't want to say the name of the place, and I'm not even sure why. But it was a big moment because they said, hey, everybody, if you'd like, you can come out here at, I think, 9 o'clock on Thursday morning because there there will be a nest of baby sea turtles hatching and they're going to make their way to the ocean. And I thought, man, I'm probably one of the few human beings that will get to see this. I must see this. Mm -hmm. So I remember I didn't really think, like, how do I know that they know exactly when these things are going to hatch. How could they? How in the world could they know exactly when they're going to predict when they're going to hatch? I have no idea. Well, I'll tell you how. Because they said, all right, everybody out, be out here 9 a.m. Wednesday morning. We were. We were all out there, gathered around, couldn't wait. They bring out a five-gallon bucket <laughs> filled with baby turtles. Yeah, that's right. And they go, hey, don't take a picture of the bucket, please. But we're going to, like, pour these out, let them run to the ocean. And looking back on it, that wasn't a very that wasn't an experience, a once in a lifetime experience. They, they caught those turtles the first time they hatched, put them in that bucket, and, and then, then poured the bucket out, and, and we all gathered around, oohing and ah, and like we were watching uh, nature happen. Well, you know what? Part of that though was nature. I thought it was fascinating how these baby turtles—they're the size of maybe a half dollar, mm-hmm. something like that—how these baby turtles um, knew to go to the water. Like, they didn't, like, get out of the bucket and then run, you know, to the, the hotel. They knew they were supposed to go to the water. I, I found that to be fascinating. Yeah. It was kind of cool. Do you feel kind of bad, though, that we were there watching them pour out a bucket well, of turtles? And they, even yeah. the people were like, hey, 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 please don't take a picture of the bucket. Because they didn't want to get busted <laughs> yeah. for it not being, like, I'm, legitimate. I'm sure they can't do that anymore because somebody had to sneak a picture of that bucket. I, I loved it, though. I wasn't mad at them. I mean, I guess the idea is you're supposed to be there when they hatch and walk, but yeah, they, but they picked them up after they hatched. Yeah, but do we baby turtles for all the tourists? I don't know, but didn't you say also another thing about a turtle that uh, blew my mind that you taught me was that, um, you know, when your kid wants a pet, you get a cat, you get a dog, but if they want a turtle... The turtle is going to last their whole life. It's not like a cat where 15 years down the road, you know, you got to you know, put, you know, bury it in the yard or whatever. Turtle is there forever. Yeah, there's some turtles out there that have been alive since the Civil War. Yeah, no, that's not even a joke. Yeah, it's not a joke. They're, you know, Cause probably not the one you have in your aquarium at home, but one, uh, there's some turtles out there alive during the Civil War. Well, you taught me a lesson because I, I would have normally just gotten a turtle for my son. Mm-hmm. However, you told me you used to date a girl. And uh, you're still close with her her little boy. And uh, you went to the fair once, and y'all won a turtle at the fair. And you go, oh, how cute. Not he, he, hold on, he was eight years old when he got eight it. Years Your son's old age now. Now he's 18. This is 10 years later. The turtle is still in the early part of his lifespan. Yeah. And uh, I say to Caden, what are you going to do with Tony the turtle when you go to college? He's like, I don't know, man. Now this guy's got a like. Now he's because the turtle about to lived to be eighty or ninety, right? Do you take this turtle to college with you? I guess you have Man, to. Man, I don't know if girls you know, would go for that. If you live in a dorm, that's a very small room, and I don't think you're allowed to have pets in the dorm. So what this 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 animal that he got when he was eight years old, not realizing this could be an eighty year responsibility. No, no kidding. Like, I'm glad I never got a so turtle. what's the answer? Does his mom have to keep I, it or what? I have no idea what you do. I guess you pass it down to your kids. I have no idea I mean, what you do. could you just pass it to the creek? 
No, because it used to be in fed lettuce now, so it's not going to be able to survive I mean, in the lake. I don't know. It might love it being in the creek. And, and would it survive? Who? I mean, who's to say that the turtle would just die if you, if you I, I released it? I don't know. But uh, don't get a turtle unless you have about 80 years of free time. I talked, to, I talked to Caden yesterday, and he told me that he'd like you to have it. I don't, I don't want a turtle. I ain't doing that. <laughs> this thing was like the size of a quarter when he won it. Now he put it in like a big, uh, like, it's got a big thing. The thing is like the size of a basketball oh now. Oh, my God. It continues to get bigger and bigger oh and bigger God. and bigger and stinkier. Well, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. A $400 chance with this sound, the sound of moolah. One more time. You know, that is worth 400 bucks at 710. Hey, good morning, Daniel. Uh, nice, uh, very nice weather yesterday. Nice day. And, uh, in fact, Tig and I had a, a tale of two dinners last night. I took your son, Mac, to see Aladdin at the Tulsa Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, since me and him were out doing things, you and your wife had yourself a little date. Yeah, we, the kid was gone, so we had to have a date. Uh, and our dinners were very close together. I didn't realize y'all were so close to where we were eating. Uh, where did y'all go? We went to a place called Polo Grill at Utica Square. A beautiful, beautiful restaurant. Uh, did y'all sit inside or outside? Inside. Oh, on a beautiful day like that? Yeah. Inside, Polo Grill. Um, I went to Olive Garden in Utica Square with your son. So two very different. You had a very fancy, elegant dinner, and I watched uh, your son eat spaghetti like a pig. <laughs> okay. I got to tell you about uh, Olive Garden, and, and no offense to Olive Garden. It's one of my favorite places. The salad... Probably my favorite salad of all restaurants. However, I feel like the breadstick over there has gone downhill a little. What it used mean? to be so soft and uh, tender and all that. Now they're kind of they're kind of hard. You think they're uh, sliding on their breadstick game a little bit? Uh, I feel like yeah. I think they're because it's unlimited, right? Oh yeah, it's unlimited. But you only want one or two because they're not soft anymore. Maybe that's their strategy. Like, let's give away. Less breadsticks, let's make them bad. I wonder if I'm the only one that feels that way. Uh, if you've been to Olive Garden recently, do you feel like the breadstick has gone downhill a little? 918-879-9898. That's 918-879-9898. And let me tell you, if you're a server at Olive Garden around 5 o'clock, 530, that's a tough gig, man. I was in there observing some of the customers coming in there. Older people. I'll go ahead and say it. I'm, I'm getting up there, too. Older people in there. And this one guy was like, excuse me, what's your name? And the guy's like, Jordan. He's like, Jordan, my napkin has a weird odor. <laughs> but he was doing that, it. So. He was not saying it just to the server just for, you know, because he needed a new napkin. He was uh, he was making a production. He was like, no. You know, he was sitting at the head of the table and wanted to make sure everybody saw he was TCB, taking care of business. I, I'm going to get in trouble for this. There's some people that are very wealthy that are very cool. But a lot of wealthy people, they're not that cool. Like, they, they think they're special. They walk into Olive Garden like they're the king of England. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think these were especially rich people here. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Uh, who's this? This is Tom. What's your name? Hello. I turned the radio off. Tom, <laughs> Tom uh, do you feel like the uh, Olive Garden breadstick has gone downhill a little? Absolutely not. I ate there yesterday in Oklahoma City. It was awesome. Mm, maybe it's the one I went to. Was it uh, soft and uh, tender? It was hot and it was soft. Whoa, 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 whoa. The FCC will not allow you to speak of breadsticks that way. Can't say hot. Can't say soft. hot, soft, and perfect in the same <laughs> sentence. You crazy? <laughs> well, maybe I got a bad batch. So you, you're telling me the well, uh, breadstick is back, uh, back on the top of the game. Oh, I haven't been to Olive Garden forever. And I went to see my daughter and do some work in Oklahoma City yesterday. 
and we went there, and it was. Of course, I've been craving it for a long time because mm-hmm. they're building a new one at Utica Square. By the way, I saw that. Yeah, I both, yeah. I just think you got some uh, maybe some leftovers that should have been discarded, but uh, no, I was really impressed. Our server was awesome. I left her an extra tip. Uh, um, well, Tom and Ty, do you, do you are you guys suggesting I was served scraps? The uh, I'm suge- bread I'm suggesting that you, yeah, that exactly. I'm, uh, they probably have a, you know, like a what do you call it? The retention time, mm-hmm. and they may have exceeded that retention time. But the ones we got must have been fresh out of the oven because. I'm not kidding you. They were hot. So you went to Olive Garden. You had a good experience. And they they have that unlimited salad thing. They have the unlimited bread thing. Uh Daniel's worked in restaurants before. And I always claim, and Daniel denies this, but let's say you go to Olive Garden and there's unlimited breadsticks. And they take it to a table. And then somebody doesn't eat those breadsticks. I think they're probably you know, reserving them, but I, I don't know. 100 not, Todd. Once the food hits the table, you don't take it back in the kitchen. If you're a server there, what benefit do you have to take old bread to put back into the kitchen? Your manager is like, "Hey, man, we got to keep costs down." Mm-mm. It's not yeah, like that. Look at the Mex- look, look at Mexican food. When you go to a Mexican restaurant and you get a bowl of chips, is that bowl of chips from another bowl of chips, or is that all fresh chips? That's fresh chips, y'all. No, they recycle. Uh, do you- no, they don't, no. Ty. Stop saying that. Why do you? You've never worked at a restaurant. Why do you think they recycle for you? Cannot serve to scraps. Logically, if you put a a bowl of chips or a bowl of breadsticks on a table and nobody touches them, why don't they reserve that? Because it's been contaminated. But it's that's just what like, happened to you. Well, it's just like it, when I worked at Dairy Queen. If you pass food out the window to somebody and they open the bag and look through it, even if they didn't unwrap the burgers and all that, you just let them keep it. You don't. Okay. You know, you, you can't, once it's been contaminated, but I'm more offended now that he feels like I've received scrap breadsticks. Maybe there's a bin for, I like, just, not scraps, and then they see me come in. They're like, oh, that guy looks like Danny what, DeVito. I'm going to give him scraps. <laughs> I think what you should have done, if you weren't satisfied, talk to your waitress or talk to the manager say, can you bring me some hot breadsticks? No, they were already catching or, hell yeah. because a napkin sniffer, whatever that guy was, like, my napkin has a weird odor. Uh, well, I don't know, Just man. Take but, me with you next time you go to Oklahoma City. We'll go check that one out, see how that one is. Yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, Tom, have you been listening? Uh, <laughs> sure. Have you been hearing the sound of moolah, by the way? You know, uh, yeah, I, I kind of, but... I've tried to call in and call in and call in to get in. I just said, screw it. I can't get in. So well, I, not with that I attitude, Tom. Come on, buddy. What is that? <laughs> well, yeah. I've only got so much time in the day to play on the phone, so. Well, guess how much it's worth this morning at 710 now, the sound of moolah. I'll play the sound. Here, Tom, let's listen to it. Okay. I'll play it one more time. Do you have any idea what that could be? I have no idea. Me either, but it's worth, uh, how much is it worth now, Daniel? Uh, 710? It's going to be worth $400 at 710. Okay. All right, Tom with a bad attitude. He feels like he can't get in. I, I, don't, ha- I don't have a bad attitude. I have, I have good attitude. You got to be more of an optimist. 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 Yeah, you got to be more optimist. Optimist. I'm trying to put Tom and optimist together. It's not working. Optimist. Yeah. I got there it. Go. Optimist. Got go. it now. All right. 710 coming up. All right. Okay. Y'all have a good day, good day, Tom. Enjoy yeah. this breadstick. It's 98.5 okay. The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and... 
So uh, not that far away from $400. That's a 710. So um, like 16 minutes away. Good morning, Daniel. Uh, Tag, do you know uh, when you look at a product, there's a nutrition label on it? Uh, did you know that the nutrition label came out in your lifetime? And I want you to try to guess around what year the nutrition label came out. And Congress passed the Nutrition Labeling and Education Act. So this is where I look and I see how much sodium and it gives me a percent of like calories, my daily allowance all, and yeah. all that. I kind of thought that'd been around forever, but it's actually within our lifetime. I think it was fairly recently relative to our lifespan. So give me uh, a I year. I would say uh, 2004. Nope, 1994, Congress passed this. And uh, I remember this kind of thing passing. And then like McDonald's and other places had to start putting up the calories on the mm-hmm. menu board. Yeah. Before that, we just didn't have any clue. <laughs> we were just guessing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided I would never pay attention to that stuff, but then I got older and I do pay attention to it a little bit. And let's say you get a can of tuna, for example, uh-huh. and it has the daily allowance and it's like, this is 12% of your sodium and 3% of your vitamin D or whatever. But then they make it confusing because it's per serving and you got to pay attention to that because one can of tuna might be four servings. So you think you're only getting 15% of your sodium intake. However, if you, if you eat that whole can, it's four times that. Well, they got a little tricky because, yeah, they would do serving. Like each serving is like you got a Tostitos pizza. Now I think they have to tell you if you eat the whole thing, which you do. <laughs> they have to say entire package or just a serving size. <laughs> they just write your obituary for yeah, you. Yeah, they were wrong for that back in the day. They'd be like 150 calories per serving. Now they have to tell you how much Straight the whole pizza is. what it is. Okay. Uh, the, so the guy that designed that, the Nutrition Facts label, he recently passed away. Uh, you'd think that if you designed that label, you'd be rich forever, but I don't think he was. I guess he didn't invent the label. He just designed the... The layout? The layout of it, which is a pretty, uh, to me, r- what is a more recognizable thing right now? And He's had an impact on a lot culture, of lives. Yeah. That's for sure. I 76 mean, years I, old. I think we all... You know, I think we all now at least glance at that thing mm-hmm. and go, now we still eat it. We just go, oh, well, it'll kill me, but I'll still eat this. Just make us feel bad. It's 98.5 The Bull. 98.5 The Bull with Tig and Daniel. Good morning. We're, uh, gosh, 12 minutes away from the sound of moolah, 400 bucks. How about that? How about it? I pointed out to you that Band of Brothers is now on Netflix. It was a HBO show. I remember watching it back in the day and, uh, now you can watch them all at once. And your tiger is now middle-aged. He's, uh, <laughs> when you're a middle-aged dude, you're just going to get hooked you, on you World have to War get hooked II on a for war. a few yeah. years. And uh, you're just rushing through World War II movies. Uh, you're rushing through Band of Brothers. You need to slow down and savor it. Why are you watching it so quickly? You know, it's, it's stunning to think in the uh, middle part of the previous century, we sent teenagers to storm the beach at Normandy. And uh, this Band of Brothers is all about that. And these guys... And what's cool about Band of Brothers, I don't know if you remember this, but they actually got the actual guys who stormed the beach sort of put in there a little bit, and you get to hear what they said. And what I found to be... uh, I'm trying to find the right word. These guys who actually went on the beach in France and stormed the Nazis, they were scared to death. Like, you think about, like, oh, well, maybe they weren't scared. Maybe they, they all said, I was scared to death. The thing, though, was I managed my fear, and we got it done. So it's natural to be scared if you're running up a beach and people are shooting at you. And these guys were freaked out big time. And I just love that show. 
And I think it's an important part of our history. And to think about how Daniel can't be bothered to go to McDonald's sometimes because it's more than 100 yards away from his house. Teenagers ran up on a beach where people were shooting at them. Well, different, you know. different time, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, but in my defense, if the McDonald's were on the beach in Normandy, I might still... <laughs> You know, you go, hey, don't. Like during the invasion. Don't discount you, my uh, love for McDonald's. You go buddy. get a hot keg. I might have to risk it. <laughs> but I, I love the show. It was a good, um, it was a good advice to tell me to so watch that. I love how that finally stuff. you speak of uh, World War II. What is it about middle-aged men where we just get hooked on World War II? I, it hasn't hit me yet. But uh, you just you look, look look at you like oh it's a you know I, have you read that Tom Brokaw's Greatest Generation? I did read that book look at uh, you. years ago, and I can't wait to get home and watch the next episode <laughs> of World War Two. Like now, Band honest, of Brothers. Be honest here. If mm-hmm. you if you had a choice, would you rather get with a lady or get with World War Two? Uh, WW Two. Look at you. Easy. It's not even close. This man has a crush <laughs> on World War Two. When I was twenty, it would be a lady. Now that I'm old and decrepit. I don't know. You were a, a big fan and student of history. When World War II was around, were people here arguing about whether or not we should be there? Because in no. my lifetime, the only encounters I remember, like I was personally around for, I know they fought. Um, I wasn't around for Vietnam, but I know that here there was some disagreement. I remember when we were over in Iraq with George Bush. I remember people were fighting here. And it seems like there's a lot of infighting. Back then, though, everybody was on the same page, right? Um, yeah, we had a uh, an autocrat dictator. I won't say his name. But he decided that he would start conquering Europe for, for reasons that um, were in his own interest. And I think the United States and the citizens said, you know what, that's, by and large, they all agreed, that's messed up. Vietnam was complicated, Iraq complicated, but... In that case, you had a guy who was attacking sovereign nations for no reason other than he wanted to build his own power, right? So my grandmother, this is a true story. When the boys went off to war, there was a lot of ladies left behind. And my grandmother helped build ships. Welded, she got a welding license and went down there. Everybody was behind that effort. So they all, like, all, for one time in the whole country, everybody got along, and they were it all, seemed like, like everybody one was unified on the same page. vision. Could yeah. you imagine that right now? It would be amazing, wouldn't it? it but would it be. doesn't seem like it's possible. And I think with you, Tig, you, you love World War II so much because your granddad fought in it. Uh, Tig's granddad very famously fought in World War II for the Germans. <laughs> he, he says this all the time. He's an idiot. What? He didn't fight for no German. Did he fight for the United States? Yeah, he was in the U.S. Army. And we have that one picture, like everybody has, that one picture of your granddad, and it's always the military picture. Mm-hmm. And that you, was you know, Now we have 100,000 pictures of you everything told, we do. I thought your granddad was a very famous German fighter. Uh, what was his name? Red Baron, I think they called him. <laughs> and he would do dog yeah, fighting in the air. Fighter pilot. <laughs> <laughs> the Second World War. Good deal. That's good stuff. Band of Brothers, uh, 23 years old, but it is still. I asked you if it stood the test of time, and you did. It does. It's great. This guy does four minutes on World War II. I told you, he loves it. Why, now you got to go over to Normandy and, and <laughs> yeah, go do I all that. I need to go to France. Uh, we got that Sound of Moolah coming up in six minutes. With Ty and Daniel and the Sound of Moolah on 98.5 The Bull.
Tig, have you met Lisa? She's made it through to caller nine this morning, and she thinks maybe she knows what the sound of moolah is. You said, Lisa, you're an auditor for a living, so you probably yeah. have a very uh, analytical mind. You probably see yeah, numbers it float in the sky before you. Does that help you identify sounds? Um, probably not, but we're going to give it a shot anyway. Uh, well, you know, if you get this, you're going to win $400. That'd be a nice way to start a Wednesday, wouldn't it? Yes, it would. Uh, Ty, would you for Lisa play the sound one more time so she can make a final decision on what she'd like to guess? In three, two, one. I'll play it again if you'd like. One more time? Yes. That's what we're up against. All right, Lisa, the auditor in Tulsa, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes, yes, I am. All right, Lisa, what is your guess, please? I think it's shooting a Nerf gun, then it sticks to the wall. Shooting a Nerf gun. Speaking of hitting the target, that is not it. Aww. Ty doesn't like when I build up suspense and say, like, speaking of hitting the target. Tell, why don't you like that, Ty? It's mean to the contestant. No, it's not. It's building up suspense. They're trying to win money, and then you're dragging it on. Lisa, did you feel that was mean? I don't think it was mean. I liked it. It's just the right amount of drama. Right. Have you ever seen Family Feud when they go, services? You know, Ty, they could yeah. just be like, no, it's not there. Gently. But, you know, they create drama. I'm like Pat Sajak, Tig. You're just Vanna. Your job is to be beautiful and play the sounds, all right? <laughs> I am beautiful. Okay, well, you, you got 50-50. You know, let's get just to play the I'm sounds. Hot. You're a very attractive lady, Tig. Just <laughs> do the sounds. and. All right, so now we have to add money to the jackpot. Yes, Lisa, you're good with numbers. Uh, so we've got 400. If we add 50 to that, hang on here. I want you to make sure my math is correct. 400. Um, add 450? 450, yes. See how quickly she is? And uh, also, Lisa, can you tell us when we will play the sound of moolah again this morning? Um, at 8.10 this morning. And then again? At 9.10. we got to get Lisa in here, buddy. Dude, she could take this gig. But we'll... Yeah, don't try to take our jobs, Lisa. I have a kid. Uh, not this week, but, you know, things change, so she's, who knows? She's coming for us. She's actually really good on the radio. She's articulate. She, she knows the, the plan. She's got it all down, doesn't she? All right. Also, coming up, though, at 7.30, no, 7.40, Tig, we have uh, tickets to Warren Zeters at the, the fair coming up. Uh, these will be VIP tickets. You'll be on the front rows. You'll get into the fair for free for the Warren Zeters show. That's coming up at 7.40 with the bullfight. But before that, can we get into this a little bit? There's a song that I'm going to play on the radio, I think. I don't think you're going to play You want to set this up? Uh, well, Huda one time got in trouble for playing this song on Big Country. Another country station. Yeah, big country plays like classic country. And uh, Lisa, what do uh, classic country stations like to play on Friday mornings? Um, that I don't know. They like to pay, play Finally Friday by George Jones. Oh, okay. Do you remember that song? Nope. <laughs> well, it's going to be a good bit then. <laughs> yeah, but Daniel, no Daniel's <laughs> daring me to play a song called Finally Friday, even though it's Wednesday. I bet you won't do it. And it's like 100 years old. <laughs> Daniel doesn't think I'll it, play it. It's more so that it's not Friday. Oh, I've never heard a radio station play Finally Friday on a Wednesday. I think we should call the Genesis Book of World Records. Right. Um, so I think I you play? should wait till Friday. Uh, oh, Lisa, so uh, that's the a auditor no. disagrees. 
I don't know. I, I think I'm going to play play Finally Friday on a Wednesday. You're crazy dog, you can't do that. <laughs> I don't know that it'll even play in the system. We know people get in trouble Friday. for playing that song, but I think I might. 7.30, let's see what happens. Do I have the courage? Do I have the gumption? We'll see. It's on the way. It's Tiger Daniel. Good morning, guys. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Daniel, we have got to be the uh, the dumbest broadcasters ever on morning radio because today we're debating Hold on. <laughs> about whether or not I'll play Finally Friday on a Wednesday. We're the most innovative. Oh, I see. The courage to play Finally Friday. You've been watching Band of Brothers on Netflix. It's inspired you. Yeah, these teenagers had to storm Normandy. Mm-hmm. So if you were to go back in time and say, hey, guys, I know you're about to storm Normandy, but we might play Finally Friday on a Wednesday. They would laugh in your face. I'm kind of nervous. I'm not sure if I'm going to play this song because I, I know that somebody got in trouble here at work one time for playing Finally Friday, and it was on a Friday. So <laughs> imagine the so trouble I'll is, get in for playing it on a Wednesday. This is very bold. Hey, good morning. What's up? Who's this? Good morning. Okay, so I think you should play the song. You, you think I should play Finally Friday even though it's Wednesday? I mean, it's almost cool. But it's, what happened, Daniel? There's a true story that happened in this building. We have a, a a sister station called Big Country, which plays like older country. And our buddy Hoodow played Finally Friday, and then they pulled him into the office and got on to him, right? And they're like, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't be playing uh, George Jones on the classic country station. And he was shocked. And I was also shocked. But uh, in standing in protest with Hoodow, we thought... Solidarity, really. Right. That... Yeah. Uh, I don't know though, Tyke. Is it cruel to play Finally Friday on a Wednesday? Because for about for about ten seconds, you know, it's someone's Friday. You know what? That's a great you know what? Friday today. Every day is someone's Friday. I know Friday. Uh, our buddy Casey that works at uh, K Hits. Her husband is a nurse, and today could be his Friday. You know. There you go. All right. There you so, go. That's right. an excellent point. Thank you. Okay, and one more thing: when it was when the station was under a different name and played this, I won the highest amount of the secret sound. That's that's what they called it back then. Mm-hmm. And after it hit $2,000, they started giving hints. They would even do remotes and give hints. And that's how, I mean, I didn't need a hint because I figured it out. And I was the caller the following morning. But, you, you know, know, do the, your thing. The problem with doing a, a hint or a remote or something like that is if, if not everybody could be off work and go to the remote to get the hint. So I don't feel like it, that would be very cool. Well, remember, Daniel, also we asked last time we played the uh, the mystery sound, do you want hints? And nobody wanted hints because they felt like they had it. And if we gave a hint, it would mean somebody else would have an advantage. Well, it just, you know, it's hit and miss as far as any more is in. So how much did you win they, if you won the highest amount? How much did you win? $3,200. Oh, boy. That was a big boy. What was the sound? It was the sound of loading BBs in a BB gun. Oh. BBs in a BB gun. See, yeah, mine aren't, these sounds aren't uh, <laughs> near as difficult as that. But that's a great sound. I might steal that. <laughs> There you go. Well, thanks for the call, and, and <laughs> I guess I'll give her the final vote. Should I play Finally Friday on Wednesday? And uh, we had a guy get in trouble for playing it on Friday, so I imagine my trouble will be worse playing it on a Wednesday. You know, you, you guys are both rebels. I think you should just do it. All right. You only live once, right? This is so true. All right, Daniel, Let's here we it. go. I'm going to play it. Is that cool with you? Uh, that's your business. <laughs> All right. Uh, for Will. It's a bold move. I wouldn't do it if I were you. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm a rebel. Oh, oh you cut off the intro. 
bad because somebody's listening going oh my god it's friday well think about the rebels in history daniel you know i gotta be honest with you you cut off the intro of it you didn't play the full song it's like you didn't play it at all because i i got to the singing part yeah you edited the song down no i didn't who in the world would take a masterpiece and cut the intro and then try to fade it out and trick people at the end you didn't play the whole song that's like painting over Picasso, buddy. I'm very disappointed <laughs> in you. You had a moment. You had a moment to shine. If that was you it. at Storm of the Beach of Normandy, you would have got to the beach, and then you would have ran back onto the ship, because that's what you just did. <laughs> Coming up in seven minutes, Daniel, we got our bullfight, don't we? Are we going to play the full bullfight, or just going to play like a full clip bullfight. of the bullfight? Front row at the fair and all oh, that? Oh, the front row, or just part of the front row? It's uh, moments away on 98.5 The Bull. Well, good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Here we go. The Bull Fight brought to you by Optimum Complete. Daniel, today, uh, front row tickets. I, I saw that they're setting up the fair. And my kid sees this as we're driving by. He's like, let's go to the fair. I say it's not open yet. He doesn't believe me. But the fair is in town. It's not a test, not a drill. It's actually happening. We'll drive him on up to that closed gate and tell him to get out if he doesn't believe you. Who do we have with us? Yeah, you some tough love, buddy. Uh, today, we've got Rachel taking on Jamie. Rachel works at a title company. That's where you go if you buy, like, a house or something, and they kind of, like, get all those papers out, and they're like, sign here, sign here. And they give you a... Sign uh, here. And I have no idea what I'm signing, by the way. I just do whatever they say. I could be... They could be saying anything. What does it say in those papers, Rachel? That you're agreeing to buy this house, and you're uh, going to have some title insurance Do y'all ever put some, like, pranks in there? No, never. I feel bad I, when I closed up my house tag recently. I moved over close to Cherry Street. Uh, and when you, after you sign everything, there's a little place where you go take a picture with you and your loved ones, and you're holding a big giant key yeah, I've seen and that wearing on a Facebook wig and all where that. People close on a house yeah. and they take a picture to commemorate it. They just walked me right on past that because it was just me there. <laughs> just, Daniel doesn't have a girlfriend or anything. Poor guy. 
They don't have any sympathy for you, Rachel has zero uh, <laughs> empathy or she doesn't care at all. Let's move on to Jamie. Jamie, you work, uh, you're a project manager? I'm a project scheduler, yeah. Uh, project scheduler, so I imagine scheduling is a pretty tough job, am I right? Um, it has its moments. Okay. Well, let's uh, see if it works to her Rachel, advantage Rachel, do you have any uh, empathy for Jamie at all or no? Not really. Bless her. Oh, she gets blessed. I get caught. I get caught. I get caught. I get caught. Let's get this over with. I'm ready to get Rachel off this phone. Guys, all the answers to these questions begin with the letter F. Uh, we will start with Rachel. This is a pink bird. Flamingo. Flamingo is correct. Jamie. This is one of the U.S. states. Florida. Florida is correct. Rachel, this is an Italian sports car maker. Ferrari. Ferrari is correct. Jamie, this is the longest bone in the human body. Femur. Femur is correct. We are tied up two to two. Rachel. This is to cats as canine is to dogs. Feline. Feline is correct. Jamie. This is Homer Simpson's neighbor or a region of Belgium. Flanders. Flanders is correct. Three to three. Two questions to go. Rachel, a detective might dust for these. Fingerprint. Fingerprint is correct. Jamie, this is very hard. I feel bad. Fruit of the ficus tree. Fruit of the ficus tree. They also make a Newton out of this. Fig. Fig is correct. We are four to four. Final question. Rachel, this is a small pest which can jump over 200 times its body length. Flea. Flea is correct. Jamie. This is what Aesop wrote. Am I saying that right? Fables. Fables yes, is correct. Fables. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, boy. They, they're guys, undefeated so yes, far. Tied up. We must now move to a tie-breaking question. Explain how this works, Ty. All right, ladies, the next question is for the both of you at the same time. Don't blurt out the answer. Blurt out, blurt out your name, and that'll be your kind of buzzing in. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, sir. Okay, here we go. The tie-breaking question is, this is a big pot of melted cheese for dipping. Jamie. Jamie, go. Fondue. Fondue is correct, and with that, Jamie has defeated Rachel in the 98-5 of the Bull fight. Uh, Jamie, you've got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these tickets, or will you give them to Rachel, who works at the title company? I have no sympathy for Rachel. Oh I'm going to get no word. No, no, yeah. <laughs> it's a She can go have fun. She deserves it. How does that feel, Rachel? Oh, that's fine. She deserves it. Oh, my gosh. Well, there you go. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, Jamie got every single question right. Uh, as always, I must now uh, get down one knee and ask for your hand in marriage. I am taken, but it's very kind of you, and I wish you all the best of luck in your future endeavors in that. Why did you say no? Is it because of, of his chin? <laughs> what? 
Um, it's because my husband is gorgeous. Yeah. That's too bad, Daniel. No one's ever said yes, I don't think. I don't think so. One day, Daniel. One day. One day. <laughs> I'm going to meet that special. <laughs> day she'll get divorced and you'll yeah. have to get together. I'll meet that special lady that'll take my picture with me at Rachel's title company. Yeah, and, and I can schedule your wedding. Oh, nice. There you go. Well, guys, uh, listen. At 810, another shot at that sound of moolah is coming up. The sound is now worth $450. And uh, somebody could have a very nice breakfast this morning. $450 up for grabs you at 810. Uh, if you want. Yeah, you got it. All right, so here's the sound of moolah. As Daniel said, 450 bucks. Let me do it one more time. Here we go. Three, two, one. Y'all know what that is, by the way? Mm. Is it within the office? Where did I record that particular sound? Um, I, no, I mean, it really has nothing to do with it either way. It's not an office supply or anything. Well, there you go. So uh, coming up, Daniel, let's get ready to give away 450 bucks. That's at 810, so we're not that far away from it. A vicious bullfight this morning, by the way. She's like, she has no sympathy for the loser. We're back tomorrow morning, same thing, same time, 740. The bullfight on 98.5 The Bulls. All right. And we're coming in hot on that $450 chance now. The sound of moolah, this uh, mystery sound here. I'll play it again. Three, two, one. We have wrong answers. We know it's not a, uh, a racket hitting a tennis ball. We had that answer. But, Dana, we we're also posting the wrong answers. Because what is tragic is that last time we played this, people would call and they'd guess something, but it had already been guessed. So you don't want to do that. It's still going to be wrong. And so now we can look up where um, what answers have been guessed so we know what not to guess, right? Yeah, you can go to thebulltulsa.com, or more conveniently, you can download the app, the Bull Tulsa app, and uh, get all, Tinder the, for a second. all the wrong answers there are... Are you on Tinder? No. All the wrong answers are there. Why aren't you on Tinder? You're uh, single. Well, listen, Tinder is like um, 20, 30 years ago. Oh, what's the hot one now? I don't really know. Craigslist. Craigslist is still pretty hot. <laughs> really want <laughs> immediate romance. Craigslist <laughs> is the place to go. All right, so this is our sound uh, coming up at 810, Daniel. The wrong answers are posted online, as Daniel has said. And uh, we'll we'll play again. 450 bucks. What if we don't get it at 810, Daniel? Then what happens? Then it goes up to $500. We'll end the day on a $500 note if nobody gets it at 810. I predicted the sound. Um, I don't know the sound. Daniel's the only one that knows the sound. And I got to tell you, from like a perspective of an outsider, Daniel, this is a very difficult sound. And I suspect it's going to go up to thousands of dollars, to be honest. If somebody gets it at 450 at 810, God bless you. I just don't think we're going to get there. I we'll think somebody might get it today. I got a so, feeling. So we're not that far away, guys. If you're heading into work, uh, only about 14 minutes away from a $450 sound of moolah. On 98.5 The Bull with Tyg and Daniel. Tyg and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Tyg, the sound right now is worth $450. And you know who could use $450? Anybody? Melissa, especially the phlebotomist. Am I saying that right? You are a lady that uh, takes blood. You draw yes. blood for a living. And uh, what are some of the jokes that if somebody like Tyg comes in, You've probably heard a million times. Let's hear a few of them. 
Uh, I get called a vampire a lot. <laughs> I bet that's funny the first time. Then after that, you're like, shut up. What else? <laughs> um, that, you know, that's the main one. Okay, so, Tyke, if you go give uh, blood or have blood taken, do not call the phlebotomist a vampire. Vampire. I bet they think they're so hilarious uh, when they do that, but you've heard it a I thousand know. times, right? Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, is there a joke for when you ask them which arm? Do they have a joke for that? Uh, no. No, unless uh, they only have one arm. <laughs> oh! Then what do they say? Shame on you, Daniel. And, Me. And then they say, they say you only have one option. So you don't but see as a phlebotomist when they walk in, you don't notice if they have a one arm or not? It, it just depends on if they're covered, if they're covered up. And then it's just a habit to ask if you have an arm preference. So Even if they only have one arm. And so sometimes you don't see if they have their blanket covered up, you know. Which arm do you prefer, Daniel? Uh, that's the phlebotomist's choice. Okay. I asked the vampire, Tig. I see. I like that. I like that. That's right. what I say, ladies' choice. Anyway, Tig, enough tomfoolery. Can we get down to business? Would you like Tig to play that sound for you one more time? Sure. All right, Tig, please In administer three, the sound of moolah. Two, one. I'll do it one more time. Daniel, we also have the wrong answers posted, don't we? We do at thebulltulsa.com, or you can look at the uh, Bull Tulsa app uh, if you want a more convenient way. We also, we also stream right there from that app as well if you can't have a radio at work. Melissa, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Melissa, what is your guess, please? No, not yet. I, I think that is... It is the sound of a baseball bat hitting a baseball. Is it the sound of a baseball being hit by a baseball bat? I'm sorry, but that is not it. Oh, bummer. That is a bummer. It's a bummer for you, but there is a silver lining, and that silver lining is now we're going to add... Fifty dollars to the jackpot, and uh, help us with the math, please. If we take four hundred fifty dollars and we add fifty to it, what is the final total? Five hundred. And when will someone have an opportunity to perhaps win five hundred dollars, Melissa? Nine ten. And the good news for you is, you know, maybe this is your lucky day. Maybe you can get through again at nine ten. You're still qualified, you know. Oh, awesome. What would you do with $500, Melissa? Ooh, um, I don't know. I'd probably go shopping. Shopping? What would you do with it, Ty? Blouses. Nothing but blouses, huh? Just blouses. Hmm. What would you do? Oh, I'd buy a whole bunch of Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask why? Hey, hey, don't try to hip of me, buddy. Vaseline? Don't try to hip of me. <laughs> I'll call Olivia right now in HR and tell people that you hippied me and you can't hip me. That's against the rules. Because I brought up a medical condition? Correct. Are you allowed? You can't hip people either, can you, uh, Melissa? No. Like, you can't call and go, hey, this guy only had one arm. No. All right. But isn't I don't Vaseline so. only like a dollar for a tub of it? How would you spend $500 on Vaseline? Just get a big barrel of it. Hey, oh. buddy, stop trying to hip me. Very strange. That's HIPAA. You're strange. <laughs> hey, that's HIPAA, too. Hey, whoa. 
don't hip of me again. All right, Melissa, I'm sorry about Daniel's outburst, but um, here we go. $500 coming up at 910, as Melissa knows. And so we continue with the sound of moolah. I'll play the sound one more time. We know that. We know we get $500. 910 this morning right here with Tig and Daniel. This is 98.5 The Bull. Welcome into Did You See, Daniel? Did you see this, that uh, our sound of moolah is now worth 500 dang dollars. Can you believe it? Yes, please. Would you like me to play the sound real quick? Oh, sure. Uh, so we're going to play this at 910 this morning. Uh, this is the sound worth now $500. I don't know the sound. Daniel has gone out in the public and you've recorded these sounds. I predicted, just based on being a regular guy listening to this sound, that's a hard sound. Um, I predict this will be a two or three thousand dollar sound eventually, but the jackpot right now is up to five hundred dollars. We'll play that sound at nine ten. If you get it right, you win that money. How about that? Let's do it. What you got, Daniel? Uh, did you see? I uh, got a few things here. Did you see? A nice story here. A woman. Uh, no, excuse me. A server working at IHOP got a pretty big tip. One thousand three hundred dollars. And what this is uh, cool. This was in Massachusetts. There's this group that goes around. And they eat at restaurants, and they leave big tips, like a big tip club. That sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, why do they do that, though? Just to be, you know, just, just to, be, to nice. be nice. Yeah, here we go. That's awesome. we got a lot of bills to pay, so that's sure going to help me out. The first time we gave away 1300 The second time, 1600 This time, 1300 We kind of do it for ourselves, too, but the benefit is we get to give this guy the money. He's going to pay his bills. The last person was going to buy his mother a hearing aid. It's, it's, you get a really good feeling out of it. Gets a good feeling out of it, and uh, it'd be nice to get, like, a big giant tip like that. Also, so is it selfless if he's actually receiving... Something that uh, makes him feel good? Um, I don't know. You, you tell me. Is it? Like if you give money to charity, are you doing it for the charity or is it just so you'll feel good? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a uh, philosopher. I, I, you know, I just thought it was nice they received okay. that big giant tip. Uh, did you see this? Uh, Jelly Roll got to go to NASCAR and yell, uh, start your engines. He really went for it. Please welcome three-time CMT award-winning singer and songwriter, Jelly Roll. What's up, Texas Motor Speedway? Drivers, start your engine! Sounds like know, he's going to blow his voice out just doing that. Wouldn't you have to be careful with your voice if you're Jelly Roll? Well, we've been, you and I have been to NASCAR races, and the reason that, <laughs> the reason that it's kind of stained for me is that last time I went to a NASCAR race, I went with Daniel, they, they started crying. It was raining at the track, and uh, people, this was in North Carolina, and they started passing around jars of uh, uh, moonshine. And I thought, well, I've never tried actual genuine moonshine before. I think I will try uh, one of each, one of each jar. Drink a bunch of moonshine. Yeah, and I did, and then I got uh, started to cry. He did. One of those things, you know. It was like, you know, NASCAR, it's fun, but the guys that hang out there, they're they're tough dudes. And... But Dana was crying so hard that even the NASCAR guys were like, it's going to be okay, man. Yeah, they were consoling it. I thought I was going to be ridiculed. They were coming up to me, patting my back. The, the night had fallen, and it was dark, and we had a fire going, and I was out there just weeping. And they were like, hey, man, it's going to be all right. I've been there, too. I've been there, too. <laughs> yeah, the NASCAR fans were consoling it. <laughs> I probably went to bed. Y'all probably all stayed up and cried after that. It was something. 
Uh, oh, I got here. Uh, Rolling Stone, the magazine, did a uh, article on the 50 worst decisions in movie history. Not just like things that are happened in movies, but just movie decisions in general. One of the worst was Blockbuster Video turning down buying Netflix for $50 million back so they in the had day. a chance to buy Netflix for $50 million and they thought it was overpriced. It would have turned into billions of dollars because, as you know, there's no more Blockbuster. Is there and anything Netflix bigger than Netflix fire. right now? Here's from a uh, documentary called Netflix, Netflix versus the World in 2020. We kind of make our pitch to them. We go, we think there is great synergy here. We could run your online business. You'd run the stores. This would be a great combination. But they finally said, so what do you think we should pay for you? And I remember, but he goes like, $50 million. I swear they were all kind of holding a laugh in because they found that so ridiculous. I remember sitting there going, oh, God, now we're going to have to kick their ass. <laughs> you know what the best part is? <laughs> you know what the best part is. They killed Blockbuster. They kind of did. Uh, I remember in very early 2000s, Blockbuster, they could see in the horizon like they needed to do something. So I remember they had a deal where if you paid $25 a month, you could go to Blockbuster and get, you could keep out two videos at all times. Mm -hmm. $25 a month. So they were right on the edge of that, of the they were, thinking, they were thinking of the forward, unlimited. They just, yeah. yeah. But they just didn't get there. They didn't make it. And now, as we know, uh, had Blockbuster done this, that billions and billions of dollars. But they just laughed in their faces. I saw this article um, that there's still one blockbuster left in Alaska. But that's it. It couldn't be. Well, there's. I still see signs. I don't know if they're open or not, but I still see signs every now and again for um, a place called Family Video. I've seen those around Remember uh, when they charge you a quarter if you didn't rewind your VHS? Uh-huh. Remember that's a big deal? And I bet the people at Redbox were counting their money for a period of time, too, weren't Red they? Redbox came along, and it was great, and then... Netflix just crushed them, too. I mean, they got that, like, you know what I'm talking about. They got a vending machine outside of CVS, and there's, like, a curtain you lift up. And that was cool for a second, but, like, Netflix came along and just ruined it. I think Redbox is still hanging in there because some places don't have Internet that's good enough to stream. And so people are still using it in that case. Yeah, you got to lift that curtain. And how they get you is if you rent a movie, it's, what, like a dollar, two dollars a day. But then if you keep it too long, they, they just you. charge you for the whole damn thing. And they're okay. like, all right, well, now you owe us $70. <laughs> now you owe it. You own <laughs> and the you've movie. already put your credit card information in there. So you can't just, you can't uh, just walk away. Ghost them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's done. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. Hey, good morning, Tiger Daniel, 98.5 The Bull. Hey, what's up? Hey, man, is this the number you call whenever you're trying to do for the for the cash? Yeah, 918-879-9898. Save it in your phone. <laughs> this is uh, this is the number you'll always call to win stuff on 98.5 The Bull. Yeah. Hey, bro, I was just listening to y'all. That's awesome, man. And uh, I know the sound. I know what it is, buddy. <laughs> so uh, a lot of people feel like this. They think they know the sound, but sometimes their, their confidence... Uh, Proves Man, to be I would bet you five hundred dollars. I know what it is. Oh, no, now kidding. that's a that's a bold move. Are you gonna bet me you money? Like a side bet with Tig right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, uh, I'll call back, man. I, man, I hope I can get through, man. That'd be cool. Well, I'm now. I'm really curious to what you think it is. Man, I'll tell you what it is. All right, tell us what it is. We're not going to give you a yes or no. We just want to hear your guess. Yeah, right, uh, it's a uh, racket ball. A uh, ball hit off the wall. You know, we had a similar guess. Uh, somebody said it was a tennis racket hitting a tennis ball, but that was incorrect. But, wasn't but it? he's he's, you know, he's saying racket ball off a wall is way different than a tennis ball with a racket and everything. Yeah.
Well, listen. Right. I don't know, man. I'll call back in. I hope I can get I, through. I was going to say, if I were you, I would really try hard to be caller number uh, nine at, at, at 810. Nine, 10. No, 9-10, excuse yeah. me. 19 and 9, uh, 19, call number 9. Yep, coming up. All right, guys. All right. All right, thanks, man. Bye. Ty and Daniel on 98.5 The Bull. Well, good morning, Daniel. How much is our uh, jackpot up to for the sound of moolah? We got a uh, mystery sound, and uh, how much is it up to now? $500. Before that, uh, I need your help. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know this record player saga I've been going through? I'm obsessed with one of these old cabinet record players from the 19-whatevers. So, it's like a piece of furniture. You open one door, it's a speaker. Right. You open another door, it's a record player. We remember these things. I've gotten two of them so far. Uh, they don't quite work. I went ahead and got on Amazon. I bought a new record player. I got it hooked up. I got a couple of records over the weekend. I played them. I opened the doors. It was nice weather. It was fall. Played the records, grilled, all that. Loved it. I've spotted another record player. This one in Bristow at an estate sale. Oh, so you're going on Facebook and looking for these things? Facebook Marketplace, yeah. Mm. Now I've spotted another one. Can't I just be done and have the one I have and just be satisfied with it? Now I'm obsessed with this other one now. Daniel, I'm going to tell you something. I've told you this before. You have an unusual life. Uh, most people who are, how old are you, 55 or something? 46, you son of a gun. 55. Most people at your age, you know, have a kid or two. Mm. They're worried about baseball. They're worried about sure. school and homework. Daniel goes home and he goes, I need a record player. And that's like your number one focus. And it has been for a few months now. I've looked at three or four. The problem with these things, they're tremendous pains in the butts. They're just, you know, you're not going to get an old piece of equipment. It's still going to work like it's new. So I wish that I could just not get off the air and drive to Bristow today to this estate sale. <laughs> I wish that I could do that. I you, feel like, though, by the way, I'm going to be driving to Bristow to this estate sale. it! Do you feel, and maybe I'm crazy, but when I go to estate sales, I feel like kind of weird. Because usually it's somebody, like, it's dead people stuff. I feel like I'm probably helping the, the kids out, whoever have to throw this thing. Because my mom is one of these kind of people. She goes and buys a million ceramics and decorations and all that. And eventually, you know, I'm going to have to either, A, throw it all away, or B, sell it in a estate sale, or C, give it away. I mean, I know I don't have any problems with that. My problem is I get... In my mind, I want to have this record player, and I don't. I'm not a musician. I couldn't tell you, you know, things about music. I, I don't need a fancy record player. What the heck am I doing? I'm like a child. You don't. You have a very different life than a lot of people, and where, like I just said, I'm going to sound like a broken record. A lot of people are like, "Oh, my kid needs to do the homework. My kid needs to be fed. Uh, we got ball practice tonight." You go home and you think about that record player because you have nothing else going on. No offense. I'm just saying that's the reality is that you go home, you live your single. Daniel doesn't even have a girlfriend right now. Okay, okay. Enough with that. On and on you go about that. You don't have to have, you know, a girlfriend to be or a and, wife and to be in a good thing. place. I Here, don't want to hear about all that Sigmund Freud. Here's I a crazy hear thing. about this, my, my obsession with the record player. I need a hypnotist. No, I want to go a different direction for a second. Daniel... Ladies, uh, people like to be around you. Sure they do, of course. You could have a girlfriend. 
And you wouldn't be worried about your record player so A record much. player, though. I know. Well, I what is it with you? If I, <laughs> listen, man. You, if I could meet a lady record player, <laughs> chef's kiss. <laughs> It's time to win cash with Tig and Daniel and the sound of moolah on 98.5 The Bull. Tig, you love it when I say it, but the hills are alive with the sound of moolah this morning all the way up to $500. Wouldn't you agree? It's a pretty good... Yeah. Uh, Daniel, you said we've graduated to... We're now in big boy territory. Yeah, this is a big boy because it's now worth $500. And right now, we've got Angie on the phone. Angie, I'll say this to you. Uh, right now, it's a big boy, $500. You're going to either win it or you're going to not win it. And then we're going to add another $50 to kick off the sound of moolah tomorrow morning. It's 710 with $550. Do you think you know what it is, Angie? I do. And what made you come to this conclusion? Well, first of all, let's play it, and then you can kind of tell us the story of your guess. Uh, what is that sound, please, Tig? Three, two, one. I'll do it again. And uh, you heard this, Angie, and how did you determine what you think it is? Um, it just sounds like it sounds like what I thought it was. All right. Well, uh, it sounds like she's prepared to guess. Uh, Angie, are you prepared to guess the sound of moolah? Yes. Angie, what is your guess, please? Is a champagne bottle. Is it opening a opening. bottle of champagne? We'll pop the cork and get ready to add $50 to that total because that is incorrect. <laughs> okay. Now, that sounds like bad news, but the good news is, Angie, obviously you're pretty good at getting through. You could call tomorrow morning. It's 710. Get through again, and you're going to have another guess, and this time it's going to be worth $550. Awesome. What would you do with $550? Mm, shop. Where, where would you shop <laughs> Good at? for her. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, Ty, <laughs> Ty pulled me aside once and said that if he won the $500, he would spend it all at Wilson's Leathers. Really? Yeah, it's like a jacket place. He wants a nice new leather jacket. Yeah. Leather pants and things? Leather mm -hmm. pants, leather jacket, leather everything. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, Tig, you're making this lady very uncomfortable, so let's move on. Well, okay? I don't know what to say. You say I wear leather pants and I things. said you shop at Wilson Leather, and then you start saying well, leather pants and chaps and being yeah. weird like that. Earlier today. Tig's like that gimp from Pulp Fiction. Earlier today, Daniel said that I go to that adult superstore a lot, <laughs> yeah. which I don't even know where that is. <laughs> right. What do they sell over there? <laughs> Not stuff I buy. Okay? Uh, okay. I'm going to school you, son. What does that mean? Like, don't don't get like on the radio and you, tell people I shop at leather stores. You say you don't buy it, but <laughs> what do you mean by I that? I just browse. <laughs> you just browse it. Okay, even worse. <laughs> Let's listen to the sound again because I don't know the sound either, Angie. Um, you don't. But I got to say that this sound, to me, why it's so difficult is it could be like a thousand things. Mm-hmm. There's nothing yeah, that, be. like, I can kind of pin it on. Uh, let's listen to it again. Three, two, one. It does sound like a tennis ball or something. It also sounds like a Coke can opening. But none of that's right, is it, Daniel? Uh, they're not right. 
That's how it's all got all the way up now to $550. If you want to see the wrong answers, a list of wrong answers to prepare you for tomorrow, mm -hmm. go to thebulltulsa.com, download the app. It will eventually be placed on the app. Uh, we got a call earlier. There's only two or three on the app so far, but they're going to update those. Tyke's going to go okay. in there and really let somebody have it this morning. Tyke said he's going to, quote, <laughs> bite their heads off. And I'm like, well, that's not like you. <laughs> I had to raise, raise hell. Is that what you said? Because they're not putting the right, the wrong answers up, right? Mm-hmm. No, this needs to be taken care of. All right. Tyke right. thinks he's Beyonce, thinks he's running things. That's right. Angie, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah. um, good try today, but mm -hmm. we're back tomorrow again. $550 at 710 tomorrow with the sound of moolah with Tiger Daniel. 98.5 The oh. Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan.